Make sure you have the record player on at night. Fucking ready. Okay, this is the Record Night Podcast. I'm Colin. Jake over here. I'm Joe over here. And uh, we're, we're going to jump right into this. We're listening to one of, the, uh, one of my uh, newer records. And Jake just ordered it, in fact, so... Yep, so we reached some consensus. Um, Perfect it's week. It's Dawes and the Misadventures of Doomscroller. Doomscroller. So let's, let's, let's jump right in. We'll get started with side one, and then we'll talk about it when we're, uh, when we're done, or maybe after the whole album. We'll see. All right, let's do it. Bass is so good. What's that? The bass player? So good. Yeah. He walks it so good. Yeah. That feeling here to stay That's the thing by 
I, I don't know if uh, we'll see if we want to dive into the actual content of the record or not, but uh, we can at least talk about our uh, familiarity with Dawes. This we kind of decided to listen to this uh, record. I got it recently. It's a pretty new record, but Jake, you brought it up randomly, and Joe had heard it. You um, wanted to do it. Yeah. So I just felt like it was the time. But anyway, how'd you run into it, Jake? So I was, so actually I was um, listening to Goose doing like uh, drip field um, songs on like CBS Mornings. They have like a spot on CBS Mornings. Nice. And then like as I was in my YouTube feed, another CBS Mornings came up and it was Dawes. And it was, and everything is permanent and comes in waves was, they did that on CBS for the mornings. It was like, wow. And I remember Dawes because I remember we did, um, uh, everyone's favorite band or something like that all your favorite band all your yeah. favorite band yeah and um i remember that so i clicked on it and i immediately was like wow i like really like amazing the, the songwriting is what stuck out to me like right mm-hmm. away and then you get to appreciate like the musicality of it, it it's the songs are really fun you know yeah. what i mean so right away i was drawn to those two tracks so a couple nights ago i was sleeping late at night and i put on the record like watched all the youtube because mm-hmm. they have a, like a live session i was like wow like this is all really good and it was good enough for me like i want this in my record collection so i actually bought the record and it wasn't it's not supposed to come yet but like colin said he had already had the record so we figured this would be a great record to do for record night for for my turn tonight and i was like all for it yeah, Joe. Uh, was it just when I had played it here that you had heard it first? Or? Well, that's when I first discovered this album. It was like it was after a record night or after a night of you know watching whatever, and Colin puts on this record like the first song, and when I realized I should I should get the I mean I don't have the record yet, but when I realized that I, that was when really enjoyed the record was that the first song is like two songs into one, yep. and that mm-hmm. that that beat switch. Like, would you say in hip hop or whatever? Like, the second part of it was like, oh, yeah, like it's when you so enjoy each other's company, like that old yeah. vibe, that old style kind of so creative. And at that time, I was listening to like Thundercat and stuff, and it kind of reminded me of like Thundercat. Yeah. Like, I don't know, all three songs on the first side get an A plus for me. Like, yeah, they're like 10 out of 10. The, yeah, they're, I mean, you went three for three with three home runs. Yeah, like just and and and, and what, what makes them A pluses to me is lyrical content mm-hmm. and not knowing where the song is going to go yeah, it's musically not monotonous. it's not it's like it's predictable like you can get into a groove and then it just split up into yeah. like sections which really works lyrics keep you thinking mm-hmm. the, the music itself keeps you thinking i think i think that's real important when you're listening to music is surprises and 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 and, and watching movies and everything is 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 it keeping your mind active or is it disposable mm. you know and this this kind of music keeps my mind active. Yeah. Yeah. What's cool for me is uh, I have a similar story to Jake as far as how I bought. I just listened to this record. I even like really as I'm listening to it now, I'm like, wow, this is really good because I it was kind of like I just heard the first couple songs and I'm like, all right, I want I'm getting this, this one. Yep. Yeah. The same for me. Now I've been a fan of Dawes for a long time. In fact, all your favorite bands, which came out in 2015, I think that was. I, that might have been the fir- like. It's certainly one of, if not the first, like new record that I bought. Like I had like some used records from Half Price Books or whatever, but yeah, but that was like one of the first ones. I'm like, that's a new it record. Inspired like, you to like it. buy one, yeah, yeah. So I so I love Dawes. They're 
from Los Angeles. They're influenced by Warren Zevon and Jackson Brown, like all these artists I already yeah. like. So it makes sense that I'm a fan of theirs. But I, they're cool too because like I'd kind of fallen off. Like I have some of the early records. I like all the early stuff. I think the first record is 2009, and so that's one of my. As I'm listening to this, that's one of the things I note is like they've they're a tight band. Like they've been around for a while, and to me, it shows on this. Like right. the songwriting, like but the music that they're they got it together, and it, it just shows that they've kind of been around for a minute. Um, can we talk about some of the lyrics? Like, cause a lot of the lyrics, like really, but just in those first three songs. I mean, it really shows how good of a songwriter he is. Well, that's the thing for me is Taylor Goldsmith is maybe my favorite songwriter. I think uh, Jason Isbell is somebody who gets a yeah. lot of credit. Yes, as like a heralded songwriter, and he, and he well, de- is. well deserved. But Taylor Goldsmith to me is an underrated. He's mm. he's right there to me as far yeah, as like top sure. songwriters for sure. But yeah, so go ahead. Joe. Like in that first song, um, "Someone Else's Cafe," and then it goes to the second part. You know, it's talking. You know, the chorus. Someone, you know, you're in someone else's cafe, basically like ta- like taking orders in someone else's right. place. You know, and they he sw- he switches. That's what I like about these couple of songs is he switches the choruses up. You know, the choruses aren't always the same. Like especially yeah. in the third song, and the chorus switched every every single time. Uh-huh. But in the in the first song, he talks about how like you're in the, you're in the military and you're still taking orders. You know, mm. but orders that are in a restaurant or, or taking orders like as like a, like a soldier, mm-hmm. you know, both orders, but like they're they're different. You know, I love I love that. Um, comes in waves. He's talking about you know he talks about the ocean, but then he talks just starts talking about electricity, and how he's a light bulb that can't turn on and the current's going slow. Like right, the current like is the, it. if you have low voltage, yeah. like the light bulb can't light up. Love that. That's a really good. Love line. that. Just and then before that, he was talking about the ocean current, and yeah. then he was talking about electrical current. Right. Uh, I like the God thing. Yes, that, and that was that. the other one I wrote down. Be, because and, and originally you like it because it's like so like I like I always like poking fun at like religion. That's just like how I've always been. And you and the line is something like. Uh, something in common between nothingness and god um you stare at each one long enough they do each other's jobs so like you stare at god yeah. long enough nothing happens yeah you stare if you, at nothing if, you have this if you zone out and then he continues to say like when you zone out sometimes those moments of peace are like sure can give you a revelation but then he says but when the spirit's running through me it like it comes in waves so he's it's like it's poking fun at God while at the same time saying like acknowledging that there there is something there. Yeah, like there's something that can like come through you. But God ain't it. Yeah. Well, even if it is, like yeah, it could be. Yeah, it's I, more, it's more of a semantic disagreement. Yeah. The the term God is kind of a problem. Yeah. But. And then the, in the third song, they talk about uh, in one in the in the in the you know because it's like an eight minute song or whatever. But he talks everything about, is permanent. Yes, everything is permanent. He talks about uh, de- dispo- deposits and withdrawals. Oh yeah, about like social media. Or, I, I, that's what I kind of. Uh, yeah, because like, attention seeking, like you're looking to like mm-hmm. put all this energy into something, like to get, but you end up withdrawing. Yeah, he made a lot of good points in that one. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I picked up on that the deposits and withdrawals. That was line. a cool line. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the yeah the wordplay was crazy. It's it's almost it's like. Uh, it's it's more like something we might hear in like a hip hop 
like, yeah, like the double. Like, yeah, he's very clever with it. The with yeah. super clever with it. Because withdrawal in the like the money context yes. is like is it is it you're, is you're it, gaining it, something? But it's a positive. But in, in a, a in a in mental, mental sense is bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not good. Well, the the last line in that song is, "Did you really need to cry, or did mm. you just need to be seen crying?" Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Are you are you seeking attention? Is this yeah. is this why you're on yeah. social media or whatever, or are you really? People do that. People will go to the hospital for, you know, for whatever. Some maybe something minor. And there's the there's the selfie in the hospital bed with all the tubes hooked <laughs> yeah. up to you or whatever. Yeah. And you, and they, they don't they don't say too much like yeah I'm doing fine or something like that. That's all they say. So then they get this this flood. Oh, what's wrong? Yeah. This flood of what's wrong? Is everything okay? You know, thoughts and prayers and all this stuff. They get a flood of that attention. Right. Well, <laughs> the, the the whole premise of the, everything is permanent now is about social media right everything is documented now he pokes fun at so much in this song yeah it's like it because he kind of he's interesting like as politically like he seems like very centrist this guy well he says like what's he say he's like the um the sunshine on a perfect day everything's permanent now like to me that sounded like a global warming like thing like Mm -hmm. like every day is like a hot yeah. Like a day. But then he says the level of the rising sea. Everything yeah, yeah, yeah. is permanent. Like like it, it it's real, but at the same time it's something they're like scaring you. Like the the level of the sea is like always a terrible concern. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I felt like he was going back and forth between a line there, like from a political commentary standpoint. Yeah. Well to to me th- what I like about this is to me art is supposed to be kind of outside of the political system. So right. you, you might say something that lands on this side or that side, but I, it's not motivated politically. Right. It's, just, it's just what it is. It's like you an observation, I mean? yeah. Yeah. The, the, um, what, what it reminded, the premise, everything is permanent now, social media and all that stuff, remi- it reminds me of a Norm MacDonald joke. He was talking about how, like, old people, there, there was only one picture of anybody, <laughs> you know, like, and, and the guy looked like, you know, like horrified, yeah. But you know who who's gonna who's gonna tend to the cows? You know, I gotta get back to the cow. I don't have time to. And then, but so he's, you know, so there's only one picture of all these old people. And then in the future, he says it'll be, hey, do you want to see a thousand pictures of my grandpa? You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. Um. Yeah. As far as Dawes, actually, though the. So the album came out in 2022. I don't know. I don't know when it came out exactly. July, I think. Or okay. June, July. Um, there's been a couple different iterations of Dawes, but they're but they've had the kind of the, like I said, they're a tight band. They've had the same outfit for a minute. So it's uh, Taylor Goldsmith is the he writes all the songs and is the uh, vocal and guitar. Wiley Gelber, well, Wiley Gelber's on the bass. It's funny how they credited them on the album though. They did a. Uh, like it's a TZ Goldsmith. Like they they did their like uh, first initials? and middle initial, hmm. which is like an old school. Yeah. Right. Like. Uh, yeah. Like what would you, what would your guys's be? Like I'd be. Uh, well, I'd be... no, I guess I I, I think of a C C like a first initial middle name. Like hey C Joseph Crooks, nice to meet you. Like that's kind of old school, but uh. <laughs> J A McConnell or or J McConnell. Yeah, I'm CJ. I'm JT. What? Zachary? 
JT. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. I thought you said Jay-Z. Jay-Z. I'm Jay-Z. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Taylor Goldsmith, Wiley Gelber on the bass, Griffin Goldsmith, Taylor's brother on the drums, mm. and then Lee Pardini is kind of the jack-of-all-trades, piano. His brother's the, his brother's the drummer? Yeah. Damn, that's cool. he's good too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he keeps it funky. He keeps it interesting. If, or, not not funky. He keeps it like jazzy. Yeah. If I'm yeah, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. he's the uh, the jazz guy. Yeah, the guy who yeah. And, that's, and we we talked about it before we uh, were recording when we were just upstairs talking. Like they, they, kind of like they're more ja- like they they kind of did a couple albums that were like more jazz influenced. That kind of like uh, that I, I didn't get into as much. I mean, I listen, I'm still familiar with all the songs. Like, I still listen to them and everything, but um, they just weren't my favorite. And this album, although it's, like, out there, like, there's a lot, you know, it's very interesting. It's um, a little bit more, I don't know, like, middle of the road for me. You know what I mean? Huh. As far as that goes. Um, it was uh, fi- it was recorded at Five Star Studios. I don't know where, I don't know where that is. I, I tried to look it up. It looked, maybe Atlanta. Okay. But I'm not sure. It seems like there could be multiple places called Five Star Studios. Sure. And it was produced by Jonathan Wilson. And Jonathan Wilson also, uh, he, he plays on one of the songs. But, uh, but yeah. You, you, you guys want to keep it going? Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering, because since they went, you know, in my opinion, they went three for three with three home runs. I wonder if they could keep it up. Hmm. And I don't know because again, my experience was I kind of listened to the beginning and was like, "Yeah, yeah I'm in." Me I too. Want this. So I don't... and I wanted to save it because I knew we were going to do it for record night. Yeah. So I was like, I listened to maybe the first three songs, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm, I'm good on that." Like, yeah. So I don't really know what the that's, that'll side hold has. me over. We're gonna we're gonna start side two, um, and thankfully it's gonna go off without a hitch because Joe, uh, I flipped it before you, I remember to flip you? it. Yeah, he did. Did, did you? He oh did. yeah, because Joe told you, hey. Yeah, know. and then and then Joe was like, hey, I don't think it's on correctly. And right, so, so we have that whoops. mental. <laughs> so so I fixed it. So we're go- we're going to side two. Okay. The, the 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 one. <laughs> the other thing in the uh, in the credits here, like I said, with the uh, musicians, like they went with uh, it's T Z Goldsmith, W Q Gelber. <laughs> G.W. Goldsmith. G.W. And then L.M. Pardini. Lee Pardini. Okay. Lee Pardini, by the way, piano, organs, synthesizers, clarinet, Wurlitzer, guitar, and background. I like the the addition of the piano in a lot of the songs. I thought that was really cool. It goes, that piano, that style of piano goes really good with the the jazz style drums. Yeah. But, so, so T.Z. Taylor Goldsmith, guitar, primary vocal. Uh, Wiley Gelber, W.Q. Gelber, handmade bass. Yeah, I I, I noticed that on the, when I was looking at the credits a couple days ago. Oh, really? Yeah, handmade bass. And so what's that mean? Like he cut out the body and he made that? Maybe people. I mean, people do it. People yeah. make them. It must have been him because they. I watched their. You wouldn't. You wouldn't put that in your credits if it, if it wasn't. In the no, no. He no. Must have made that by scratch. No, and you can watch. And you guys, you guys have watched. Um, fuck like rig rundowns right yeah like so like dawes has a rig rundown and they show how i'm pretty sure it was wiley gelber like he like built the the switchboard 
like uh not the you know like their pedals like yeah. he like he like built a whole thing that their pedals are on so they could just carry it and stuff so yeah he's he's one of those uh wow yeah that's so cool yeah yeah okay but let's let's keep it going <laughs> Come on, some of these lines are so fucking good, dude. Heavy. Not Black Sabbath-y line right here. The song itself, well, no, Pink Floyd, but yeah. Without even knowing the song, I love the title. I, the idea of this song is. I, I'm curious, Martha. This is such a. Paint such a good picture. This is how he writes, man. This is. There's so much material there, is what he's saying, but like, yeah. <laughs> it's so, that's a good songwriting. <laughs> Outro, I think, is what we're going to do. Oh. Yeah. Interesting how they left a guitar solo off of that little section. Yeah. Because I could hear hear a guitar wailing over that. Like we were singing over that. Yeah, yeah, how yeah. good that was. That little chord progression. Was That's this so called? interesting. This one's called Sound. Go up. 
Uh, sound that no one made. Sound that no one made. Slash Doom Stroller Sunrise. So there's another two part, two parter in, two parter right, out. Right, 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 right. I like that. Distilled fade. dropped out except for the guitar or whatever this is. Guitar and bass. And everything's starting to come back. It's not often the guitar and bass play the same line. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Of his years. I thought you said ears. I was like, what? With that rain oh, there's ears. Okay, years and years and years. That we all 
Such a good line. Heartbeat grows stronger while the rest of us decays. Like, it's not good when you have high blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When your heart's overworking itself to stay alive. Tundra, the heart grows stronger. Like with age comes more uh, love and wisdom. Yeah, sympathy and love and yeah, an understanding of life. Looking at it through the rear view instead of the uh, instead of in front of you. Yeah. Wow, Wow, dude. Excellent album. So good. <laughs> that songwriting is crazy, dude. Like that, yeah, like it's on another level. It's normally like like this. It, it's it's cool. Been doing record night has been cool for me because like when we listen to a, a lot of the hip hop albums we listen to, I'm like, wow, these guys are such good writers. Like I never knew. Like, and a lot of the time. A lot of times, like, the lyrics will go over my head. Like, yeah. they're just so dense. There's so many references. Multiple and, meanings of one line. And this this was right there yep. as far as that goes, man. Like, that was a lot. You know, it was really dense, you know what I mean? So, like, I, it, it'll take me... Uh, I mean, obviously, a lot of it was really good, you could see, but it, it'll take me time. Yeah, know, it's so. going to be an album that you're going to listen to Multiple. over and over again, and you're going to pick up different lines yeah. and different things. Yep. And, you know, multiple times listening, trying to listen through it. Um, Doom Scroller. We kind of touched on it during the one. Uh, Everything is permanent. We're talking about social media and stuff. But is that Doom Scroller? Is that somebody? Yeah, just yeah, kind of like just seeing the bad news in. over and over on their phone. Is mm-hmm. that you know? Because that's the whole concept of the. Uh, yeah, because they the say album. like, remember Howard Stern used to say like, if 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 you talk about like bad, negative things, bad things, or you know, people will, will tune into you longer than mm. when they hear about good things. Oh, sure. I, like that's what happens. Like when, when people, like when there's these school shootings that happen, or when these, like you know, nine eleven was just the anniversary. People will sit in front of their TV and and just watch all the bad news yeah. just come. You know. <laughs> yeah. Something that was funny, like it's kind of unrelated, but it was it just popped into my head. So when I was buying this album on the internet, so they have the Doom Scroller like devil guy like yeah. on the front of the yeah. album. I was scrolling yeah. through their albums, like trying to find like through their through their vinyl store, and all of a sudden like this Doom Scroller picture like went boop and like popped up on my screen, like like in front of everything, blocking everything, and stayed there for like five seconds before I could like scroll away. Like it was supposed Whoa. to freak you out, like boop. This, yeah. this devil like pops up on your screen and then, social media, yeah, yeah and then get, get and then just way. disappears, yeah. Wow. Well, he's it's real big, like on the website, but he's only he only makes little appearances here on the album, like on the, in the artwork on the back. Even on the Spotify uh, playlist, like when you listen to like one of the songs, like and and you click on the the screen, it shows like the the, the animation background. Yeah. It's that devil guy, and he's like a claymation dude, and he's like he's <laughs> yeah. like melting, and then he goes back to normal, and then he's like melts back down again. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you guys? Uh, have anything in particular on the, like the the songs on that side? Uh, you know, the only song I wasn't really a fan of was um, "Ghost in the Machine." Yeah, I mean, I, I I get the concept of the song. It's about like when they first started playing little clubs and little bars. And, yeah, and 
you know, they, trying to tap aspir- they have dreams and aspirations of making it big, but yeah. it's like, do they want to, do they want to commit that hard into it? Or do they want to just like continue to play on the road and just kind of see what happens? Mm-hmm. It's similar to like a welcome to the machine with pink Floyd or, or, or like a oh, devil sure. or like a devil at the crossroads by, um, yeah. you know, the old Robert Johnson, Robert Johnson. It's like a, kind of like a selling your soul to the devil kind of, kind of deal. This, hmm. this song. Sure. But besides that song, I liked I liked the last three. Um, Joke in there somewhere was great. The lyrics were great. Yeah. How it just the chorus, the switch ups in the choruses and stuff. He's so good at, at like just like painting pictures of everyday scenarios. Yeah, like, just painting these pictures. That's why like Joke in there somewhere is so good because like that's what you that's what comics do is they tap into like everyday scenarios that everyone can relate to. In the one song, you could literally see him like sitting down at a cafe or at a coffee house, looking out a window. Yep. On what 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 street he said it was the what, what, with the Roxy. Out front of the Roxy, yeah, whatever that 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 famous street is. Like he could tell, and he's like literally like writing the song like on the spot, you know. That's yeah. what it seemed like to me. Yeah, it's not it's not Sunset, is it? Maybe uh, Sunset. Yeah, Roxy Sunset. Yeah. Um. Well, the the, the joke in, joke in there somewhere is uh, most of the instances the things he's talking about are like uh uh dark for like not not funny yeah know, right for lack of a better term like but there's a joke in there somewhere even right, though exactly. it's yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. we just got to find a way to laugh like in yes all this which again i mean co- which comics do i mean that's the whole yep, thing, is, that's uh, their thing and that's and that's for people who aren't you know fans of comedy are really you can really hit the wrong way when you make a joke about something that's real sure, dark or right. something, you know but like it's <laughs> There's a joke there, you know yeah. what I mean. And if, if you're a, yeah, if you're a comic, then you can't help but notice where the joke is. You know, that's funny. Yeah, there's almost too. The lyrics are almost too much for me to say. Yep. Joke in there somewhere and sound no one made. Like there was just there's so much packed in yep. there that I can't. Uh, one that hit me on sound no one made like the the sounds like I am sorry and I still love you. Like mm. the things people don't say when like they get into fights. And shit on the awkward yeah, car that, ride home. Because that the silent conversation. Yeah, right. They're like looking up. They're yeah. They're like the whole song about in their car, like what they're seeing as they drive by. Right. That's such a good song. Yeah. They're yeah. all they're all really good songs. I know. I don't think there was a single like from either wasn't a miss. I don't. No, like, there might even, have been some that weren't as good as others, but I don't yeah. think there was a miss on this. Album. Like even like I, I criticized that Ghost of the Machine song, but it's it's still an interesting song. Like it's right. still it's still an interesting concept it pro- for a song. It provoked conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt I felt the it's, same. It's, it's not just a throwaway, but would I skip it? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I felt the same way. I'm like like when it was going, I was like, this is my least favorite. Yeah. I kind of identified it right away, but again, it was it's my least favorite in the context of these songs. That are but coming off of that that right. A yeah. side, coming off of that first side, I mean, yeah, it's hard to. What are you gonna, a hard act to What follow. are you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. Again, my overall thought is like these like. I've always thought Taylor Goldsmith was a good songwriter. This has been a good band. They've been around a long time. It just shows. Like I was impressed. He's gotten with, better. They've gotten better. It's you know. I was impressed with him. I was impressed with his brother on the drums. I was impressed yeah. with the keyboard player, the bass player. Yeah, they all. The hit. whole outfit did excellent. I thought, in my opinion, kept it interesting. Kept it clever. Kept kept you guessing. What song were we grooving to the bass on the on side the second side? What song was that? Maybe joke, joke in there somewhere. Yeah, I think uh, it had a cool bass line. 
They all had the, like, pretty cool bass lines. He's got such an old school, like, Beatles uh, tone to his Yeah, bass. the one song I was I was getting some Beatles vibes from. Maybe it was that, that joke in there somewhere. It's just such an old school tone. Yeah, a little bit of Beatles vibes, a little bit of Pink Floyd vibes, a little bit of Black Sabbath kind of vibes, like that kind of like older style right. music, mm-hmm. but just a little bit, just a little bit. Yep. All right. Well, uh, all right. Let's end it there. I mean, this there's uh, more. There's more. There's more Dawes albums I'd like to get to, uh, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, get get the hell out of here. <laughs> get him out. Get him out. <laughs> All right, let's 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 uh, let's wrap this one up real real quick. This has been Record Night. I'm Kyle, and I'm Jake. I'm Joe. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.